1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 228 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane, another two weeks is coming, gone.
2: Yeah, it's just like uh, it's like time or something just flying by. And
1: you know what? Do you ever stop to to look around, no. smell the roses, to to, no. to to thank the the universe and be grateful for what no. you've got?
2: No, why? No, I just wake up miserable, <laughs> do what I got to do, and just get the little bits and pieces instead of smelling the flowers and the beauty around us Uh-huh. and, and the graciousness of of, of of mankind really no yeah. i just wake up and go fuck me it's time to work and then i get to come and do podcast why why wouldn't you why would not you take time out well, i mean because it's you think, hard
1: to, don't you think that would help your blood pressure don't and, you
2: yeah. think you could take time out inside yourself taking time yeah. out
1: Oh, I don't know if you can do that or not. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm just trying to say, listen. Yeah. It's a hundred degrees. Yeah. It's miserable outside. It's a
2: hundred fucking degrees outside. But I'll
1: tell you one thing. As I look above me in the night sky, I see the stars up there you can't
2: see the stars from the city son. Sure, i can't who said sure that I that can. was a fucking rat song but they then said, i'm like you can't see, see the
1: stars from the city and then i'm just like
2: you know LA what guns.
1: i am thankful for well not la city this is it's not la this is Salt but you still
2: can't see the stars you got to get out you there can see the... like 10 you can
1: see like 10 or 12 stars yeah That's but fine. there's like there's like oh, 80 800 out there sometimes i'm just it's grateful like thousand bro <laughs> there's like a thousand there's like eight thousand oh stars. Gosh. Well, I got to get out. I see. I haven't been camping in a while, and you have, so you know. Yeah, I you saw. You know, him. you know, you know better than I do. Oh, I saw them. But every once in a while, I just I thank my lucky eight stars that there are movies in the world that we're going to be talking about tonight, such as In the Mouth of Madness from 1994.
2: Very interesting.
1: And we're also going to be talking. Why don't Why don't you introduce the band, Shane?
2: Okay. Now I learned the actual Japanese. Uh, the way the japanese people would say it and it's raudunesu raudunesu not just like Raudness. we are talking about loudness rise of glory their 2018 album raudunesu this this is a band who's been around from 1981 and i'm pretty pumped to talk about it and i saw them as a young man i didn't even have puberts on my <laughs> on my on my uh wow. what do you call it a, Penis or vagina? Uh,
1: oh the penis. The pe- I feel I mean I don't know for sure.
2: Yeah. On you. I mean I oh wait a minute. How have I never giant, seen your penis? Giant after, fucking penis. Sorry. After, after, yeah, after all
1: these that. years, I don't think I've ever seen your hanging gig. out
2: of my little shorts. Oh my god. At gosh. the concert. How have I They opened for Motley Crue on the Theater of Pain Tour. Oh my gosh. That's so, a
1: long time ago.
2: That's when they were still wearing
1: makeup and people smoking call in, the boys in room. if
2: you saw yeah, if you saw loudness in concert, call in.
1: Call it in. three eight five three five one nine two seven three. 2 7 3 Just a little update on premium. We've got one new video up there. I did an intro for SS Girls from 19, 1977. Okay. I and like that. I said on, on the video, okay, this is a Nazi movie. I realize it's 2018, and that's not very PC right now. Okay?
2: Nazis but, are kind of just like not PC ever. Well, well, really.
1: well, sure, but nobody gave a shit 10 years ago, it seems right like, compared to now. But here's what I'm saying. You don't have to like them. You don't have to whatever they, they, this Nazi exploitation puts out a lot of great movies. And plus in the end, in almost everyone I've ever seen, they lose. So basically you're watching like right. all this stuff and you to watch them lose and that's
2: okay. And I would say to you, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mel Brooks. Come on guys. Mel, well mel brooks he he's he's got hit he dad and i i love mel brooks uh-huh. but he made half a career off of nazis
1: and the other half with black guys going to uh old town being to be the sheriff right Westerns. so it's like right i feel like he i feel like he he had his recompense coming up for his people he he understands <laughs> oh my gosh so i mean that's i mean i wish i had more to talk about for putting on premium it's been a it's been a busy couple of weeks and uh, just with everything going on, it's summer. The kids are busy. I would just say, Birthdays, just work a little harder if like you that. can. No, I'm trying. To, I'm really trying to. And When I say work a little harder, I got drunk more the last couple of weeks. And I'm I, just saying that I have, you know, you know maybe either. less
2: drunk and work that, a little harder. No, that's on what I'm saying.
1: Plus, oh no, also work's been a little thing. We got, you know, we work is amped up in the last couple of weeks.
2: So. Inundated down there in uh, the Silicon Slopes. In the Silicon Slopes. That's what. That's where, what we do. Air, where the magic is really
1: happening. I feel like the magic. Once I cross over the point of the mountain, the magic hits my fingers, yeah. and all of a sudden, I feel like, like I a, feel like a dungeon master. Yeah. No, I can't remember the rest of it, but that was from uh, that was a little bit from uh, Dreamweavers. But uh, oh, yeah. anyway, oh, that's very good. <laughs> uh, I should have caught that. Thank you. Um, okay, so if we've got nothing else, why don't we get right into uh, voicemails? We got uh, a few calls. Oh, thank and I, God. And no, and How many? We got four calls, but two of them are from buying tow trucks, so I don't know if, oh. if those count. But uh, but here's the thing. We sent it out there this last time. We, we'd been accepting Twitter responses and Facebook responses. We're done with I feel like we're done with that. I feel like I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Because you know what? We built this podcast- We built this podcast- On calls. And yes. Even though we- We, we, we shunned we went, you. Well, we went through a long period of I feel like it's confusion- I yeah. Feel, I mean, this was a tough we time my, yeah We shunned them. Yeah, basically we did.
2: Unknowingly, we shunned
1: them. Well, and I'm ready to, to, to repent
2: and to, come back to am- and there repent. back. I'm ready to repent, embrace, and love the phone calls com- coming back. So we're, we've got a few to go through, and
1: we encourage you to call in for the next one. But for now, here is the question that we asked last week. Who is the strangest character in a horror movie that you've been sexually attracted to and maybe kind of embarrassed that you did? Right. So, let's go ahead and start with B-Tow Truck, shall we? All right. Oh, my gosh. This is not... Oh, okay. It's supposed to be
0: the bone phone. Yeah, I'm not okay. really sure. Oh, shit.
1: Call wow. it on the... Anyway. I'm pausing it real quick because here's the thing. Let me explain why the bone phone's message is not what it used to be. What is it now? It's just, hi, this is Mike or something. You didn't do it. But, here- but here- maybe that's why nobody calls it anymore. But here's a reason because I haven't got in 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 Jesus are not. you
2: manipulating and trying to No, de- No no I'm, not. Our... no I'm not
1: but what But here's the thing so I got my Google account mixed up with my actual phone account and so there can only be one message between the two I need to figure out how to and totally And you're the goddamn me. IP guy you're the computer IP. fucking nerd. No and I need to do it I just haven't done it yet I just need to do it I just oh keep forgetting God. I blow it off whatever I need to do that because I don't want people, I don't like my dad calling up. Hey, this is the bone phone. So it's just, hey, this is Mike right now. Sorry, your dad would be
2: so happy to hear that. He's like, oh, my he's, dad. He's not. He's, my dad he's, wonders he's, why I watch like he's quarter bones anymore. Phone, he's like, like, when like, are you gonna oh, grow up? Yeah, awesome. Listen, I turn. Why don't you say, hey, dad? Why don't you grow up and stop watching goddamn fucking John Wayne westerns? He doesn't watch. He only watches sports. Uh-oh. That's you. That's the only. That's the only good thing in his. Well, life. Well then, hey, dad. Why don't you loosen up and watch some John Wayne Western? Listen, I maybe I fucking <laughs> guy.
1: Listen, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't telling my dad how to live. Dad, at all. don't tell my, me. You know, you know what my dad has done for me in my life. I ain't telling him how to live for one second.
2: All right, I owe him that. Oh, much. you'll tell him soon enough. Uh, when maybe it's incontinent. Dad, shit in the fucking <laughs> toilet. God damn it. We'll see how that goes. I'm only gonna do this twice.
1: I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to get back to you when that happens. You right. know what?
2: That dude's still like
1: in great shape,
2: sure. so it's like whatever. Most we'll dads see how it do, goes. but at some point, you're going to be cleaning a giant turd and off the you carpet. What?
1: Do you know how many turds of mine he cleaned? Plenty. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. That's just called when mom wasn't there, cleaning the turds out of the. Diapers. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. I bet my dad did a lot of. He was cleaning.
2: out arm wrestling or something.
3: Oh man,
1: he was like Cobra. He would yeah, go he out there out and, and
2: destroy shooting
3: spies. It's funny and you arm say that because and-
1: he was always so proud of his muscles and his in his. And I, it's sad because when he was sixty, I beat him in an arm wrestle because we hadn't done it for a long time, and and I was like, I almost let him win, but I'm like, no, nope, Benny, Benny oh. competition, and I beat him, and it's like, oh, that was sad, and that
2: Oh was day a sad was day. The, that's a, what's his name, that rapist. What's his name? Uh, wow. Morgan? Huh? Isn't uh, Morgan Freeman now on the chopping block? Oh, I said, think that was fair. And I don't that know. was the day. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no! My daddy died.
1: You know what's funny is so me and that's my that's the day my daddy died. Me and my inside. dad have this thing. One time when I was twelve years old, we were wrestling. He put my head into the ground, and I bled from my nose. Right? Oh
4: my! We're God. We're just
1: wrestling. It was fun. It was fun. He, he didn't, wasn't trying to hurt me. Whatever. But or maybe he was. Or either way, either, I'm not going to lie to you. Have you ever wanted to hurt your kid? Shit, yeah, absolutely. Of course. But so maybe it was maybe it was a thing of that. He was try, obviously he was trying to. Uh, to exude his male dominance he's over the me. He's the fucking and animal. I'm the fucking... He's the patriarch of the family. You know? I, yeah, I'm the he, fucking he can lion he here. But the thing is, Cotto. is you know what he does now? I was, I was 12. He keeps saying, I remember that time when you were 27 and I put your face into the ground. And I'm like, I mean, you're off by 15 years, but all right, whatever you say, Dad. Remember that time I'm going to give that to 27? him. See, I'm going to give that to him, literally. I'm just going to say... that's a sign right there.
2: Well, he's my dad. Before you know it, turd well, on your hey. carpet. And you're like, Dad...
1: I've picked this up three times. I will now. clean every turd my dad ever makes on my carpet.
0: Right now. I will Here, do that. You're a good man.
1: Here we go. Sorry, Brian.
0: Hi, guys. You know who this is. I'm calling to fuck with you a little more.
1: That's weird. Oh, and, wait. Uh, did I get these out of.
0: Ask for a question. I may have gotten these out of. Last week's, actually. Uh, been whacking my fucking brain over this one because. Oh, shit. Between having a highly traumatic childhood that I've repressed a lot of and then having a couple of brain injuries that kind of great some shit like <laughs> Brian's had brain like injuries? I hard find hard that shocking
2: self inflicted.
0: then I kinda <laughs> remember like the rat videos, uh, I think it was for Round and Round. And I you know, these rats crawling around and shit. And Fuck. what's his name? That famous video guy? kinda creeped me out. I kinda remember that. Because that what's his was name was dressing spooky. up like a lady, an old but lady then you know, It was... hit me. I'm sitting here listening to you two fucking jabber
4: asses.
0: (laughs) It smacks me right in the face. The one video that really, like music video, that really fucked me up when I was a kid. And and had me kind of scared of shit. Believe it or not, fucking Thriller.
4: Michael Jackson's Thriller.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I was fucking little, man. And uh, who directed directed that on the... No, the it's um, the, full the guy it who did being,
1: American Werewolf. Yeah, it was like John Landis. A fucking John horror Landis. movie,
0: You know, at least that's kind of what it is. It, it was a horror <coughs> film for What's the that? short attention span, which is exactly what I had at the time in my life. <laughs> kind of what I have now. Hey, Amen. Uh, yeah. So that's the one for me, man. I've that's a good one. It was fucking... Riller, Do you know dude, I used yeah. to torture my younger That's brothers and sisters and make them watch that?
1: And me. they would have nightmares. and anyway, I would, tell, Did they freak out? I said, I if you tell dad... You guys,
0: probably going to get gp so... Love your guts, fuck yourself, talk to you later. I used yeah. to
1: tell my younger brother and sister that if they told dad that I showed him this after all of the nightmares, that I would beat the shit Why out of Why did that
2: him. little Asian lady turn into a werewolf with yellow eyes wanting to eat that other lady? That was Michael Jackson,
1: sir. Yeah. That was Michael Jackson. He is not was,
2: Asian nor a lady. But that was scary.
1: When shit, he turned yes. into that,
2: don't do You get, oh, it's that's the me. He was turning into it. And and then all of a sudden he was the scary werewolf.
1: Yeah, why not? My heavens. That was a movie though, bro. Spoiler for thriller, but that was just a movie.
2: Yeah. It's just a movie. Jeez, come on! No, they
1: were in the theater watching a movie, right? And then they walked away because that was you're,
2: too- you're 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 making it sound like I've never seen Thriller the video. Before. Have you? I'm wondering if you ever have. I I have oh, seen it. I guess I'll not all take the your word through. Through. Really? Well, I mean, you know, I've watched it, but you know, everybody they it like eight hundred thousand times. You see it once, you've seen it twice, you've seen it three. times. Ta- I'm not gonna lie to you. Remember when?
1: Black It's White came out, and they were like, they made this huge thing in the commercial break between, on Channel 13. He
2: owns the elephant bones, the yeah. elephant man's
1: bones. Oh, no, and- that was, just leave me oh. alone. No, no, but remember, so we all got around the TV to watch that, and I'm, I'm thinking, oh, this is the thriller guy. This is the bad guy. This is Billy Jean. Right. And then they come out with that show where he's dancing around, and everybody's face morphs. I'm I not know. gonna lie to you, I was a little bit disappointed. I thought I just. Wish I it thought was it a was little...
2: very interesting how they made those that African yeah. lady's face turn into a young Asian. Woman. Well, no, so no, no. Like, no, that's what? true. That that was cutting edge technology. How is this old Irish man turning into an old, uh, you know? Do you want to know why, Shane? Because we are a, we lady.
1: all bleed red. We are all human Thank beings. You. All right. Thank you for that. For Christ's <laughs> sake. All right. Let's go ahead. Brian called it again.
2: Sorry, you got to turn around. This is weird. Oh, it's still rolling? I thought you were doing
0: something. I thought I was calling the bone phone. You are. Is this the bone phone? Yeah, sorry. I explained it. it. Who's with this Mike fellow? I'm really sure who Mike is. I just want to make but sure, sure that if anybody this is professional. is the number for the bone phone. And I just want just to wanna leave a message on the bone phone. How many hang-up calls have you say, had? Let, <laughs> let fucking grab it. Oh. God damn it.
1: Remember last week We God. couldn't We couldn't get Lenny Bravitz Yeah He's the new GP go my
0: way Apparently Oh Brian Man. That's the guy He was trying to do That Lisa Bonnet Jesus chick. What a
1: shitty Replacement hot. though For GP Can we Cosby just say kid that
0: kid On that Cosby show Remember how hot She was I don't really hey. remember though
1: I'm Oh no, no She's dating uh,
2: Aquaman
0: a now A lot of drugs but even I can remember Lenny fucking Kravitz. I know his
2: music is garbage. Yeah, yeah, his, I uh, hope this is Remember the bone, that guy? Bone. His his penis popped Bye. out. He was doing some concert and his his leather jeans ripped and his giant penis no. popped out. Who was that? Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz. My. Now I know his name. I missed that. And I was like, what? I didn't see the video, but I heard everyone talk about. it. They said, "Yeah, he was going. Are you gonna go my way?" And then Doo-doo-doo. Dick. And then he bent down to do like a, look. I still. How does got, your dick fall? I out? still got good knees. You know, he was doing like one of those fall down to your knees, rock out. Things. I'm not gonna
1: lie to you. I've never done anything, any kind of contortion where my dick was gonna fall out.
2: Uh, in front of twenty thousand people, you go. I've never been. Am in I gonna fall 20, down on my people? knees, pretend like I'm, you know, not playing to a? pre-recorded guitar right, solo. Right. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. And then he's wearing the leather pants, zap, the scene goes out, <laughs> giant penis falls I'd on. I'd never even heard about this. Fans are enjoying it, well, loving every minute
1: of you it. You know what I saw live is when Janet Jackson's titty came out in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, saw, I watched that live with my dad. I looked until did it was your over. dad say? I looked until he went over and I looked at my dad and he was giggling. His, he was like, he was ashamedly giggling. He was like...
2: He's like... You know, Listen, old dudes, America has turned to shit when yeah. I can see a beautiful nipple on TV. But it had a you star, it had a star, sunset. pasty, that was planned. We all knew. Well, we yeah, knew. it had a pin in it, too. It was like a, there was a nipple. It was a pasty, It was going through her nipple. It was her, it was a star thing around her, her uh, areola.
1: Called a pasty.
2: No. A pasty covers the entire thing, so you just see the flesh of the tit. Yeah, yeah. What that she was had like, on was a star where her areola and nipple came through it, but there was a pin holding that star in place. I don't know what freaky kids nipple. do these and days, I said, man. Wow. No, I remember
4: watching that's that. What I said.
2: Watching
1: that. I mean, it was only, it was a, it was like a second or whatever. I remember watching it, but keeping my eyes peeled on that little CRT that we watched it on at my grandma's house of all, of all time. Oh my God. And then I looked I over, it. I looked over at my dad and he was just laughing. And I and he he just, just kind of said no 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 no
2: and grandma's going look at those grandma's tits. Was,
1: grandma's old... upstairs we were down watching the Super Bowl man she' don't, she's not into football she doesn't look, waste her time
2: I love Janet Jackson since she was Willis's girlfriend on <laughs> different strokes and I had dreams of finally seeing those titties oh and, and he came you through. know what even though that jewelry was on there. I said, "Thank you." I gave I gave Willis thanks too.
1: And was it because Willis probably prepped her for that? She he probably abused her just enough.
2: She's Janet Jackson. He's whatever his name is. He's Willis. Remember that episode where they got sexually molested? No. Oh Jesus! I'm just wondering. Why are you trying to turn this beautiful? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. Remember how traumatizing that was? That wasn't Willis, by the way. It was Arnold. Oh, when?
1: Oh, sorry. When they took pictures of the okay well maybe we should maybe you're right maybe we should keep in the bicycle shop
2: no but yeah oh okay all right okay so we got tony from arizona next tony from the zony
5: hey mike and shane and little baby ritzy this is tony out in arizona hey i got a couple of quick comments for you on dig two graves i know i'm a little bit behind in the episodes. you're fine but I wanted to watch the movie first before you guys did your commentary on it, and I was able to do that finally last night. Cool. So I really liked the movie. I think I kind of come down more in Mike's camp where I can sort of forgive some of, I don't know if we'd maybe call them plot holes, but maybe some of the questions that are left a little unanswered or something that doesn't seem to make sense. And I think that both Shane and Ricky did bring up some good points. And one of the things was, well, why did the, uh, when, when the boy drowned, when the brother drowned, why was it then? How come out of all those other times he didn't get sucked down into sure, it? Sure, okay. And there was also the question of, well, what is the importance of that pendant, of that necklace? Gotcha. So let's talk about maybe how generally I think sometimes movies can be helped if you just had a couple additional scenes or a couple additional lines of dialogue and I think that if you switch just a few things around in how she got the pendant or maybe when she got the pendant, you could have had her going over to her grandpa's house and maybe he's passed out drunk and he's looking through some of the memorabilia. She sees the pendant and takes it and then takes the box and shoves it back under the bed. So he right. doesn't kind of realize maybe he was even looking at it. And then you have a thing where those three brothers are watching the uh, Jake and the brother and they see her with the pendant. And then they're like, oh, with this thing back, we can now sort of exact our revenge. Right. And then they follow them up and they're able to, you know, use a little bit of magic to have him, even even though he's not wearing the pendant because she's there and she's so close to him and has a you know connection with him that they're able to sort of use it through her. Mm-hmm. They didn't really explain sort of what that pendant was. And I think Mike used the word kind of like talisman, but if you look at it as a uh, maybe a fetish, if you look at what a fetish is when it's used in magic or with the supernatural, Different it's generally some type yeah. of object that can either focus power or can connect you to the supernatural world, or mm-hmm. if, you know, if we're going to use that term. And I think if they had just done a little bit more explaining of, oh, this thing is important for them and, and this is something that they can use to focus that supernatural energy and they can make things happen. That's interesting. So, again, if you just did a couple little tweaks on that, then you could have the thing where it makes a little bit more sense on why they're doing everything now. Right. As far as one of the questions you were talking about that how long had it been since the the boy had drowned and since the funeral was, if you look at her scar, her scar is kind of pretty much completely healed up. So I I had thought that it had been probably three, maybe four months or so since he had drowned. In, oh, this in, is good. Know, God, after, good. Kind of God, he's like ceremony, fucking Columbo. <laughs> when the mom kind of drops the bombshell on her that, oh, I'm pregnant. Because I don't think she was pregnant when the older brother right. was alive. I think they got pregnant again to kind of fill that family void that could another, another Good interesting news. thing i thought was the sort of the level of guilt that everybody in there has and dude if you look at the the main people that is in one there, thing everybody I know. sort of has guilt and answer the question the mom and the dad have guilt about the son dying there's a scene where the mom sees a guy that comes in and it looks like her boy and so she's you know she's all uh, emotional right, about right, right, that right. But also when you look at a lot of the people, the, the good sheriff and the bad sheriff and then uh, Jake, they have so much guilt that's eating them up that they're basically having a lot of oh, almost almost like an out-of-body experience where it's, it's like a, a, an immersive illusion. I'm going to pause it real quick. Oh, he, he my. Bring,
1: no, no, he brings up a point yeah. that I don't know if I even brought up. But I feel like all that old guilt, all the guilt from the things you've done. I feel like, yeah. As a, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to speak specifically to me, but in my experience, and I won't. I mean, I'm not going to get anything. But that is that is such a motivation of behavior, right? That it's like, I mean, that that part of it which I can identify with, and the children that are involved in this, I feel like that's why it connected with me more than it maybe did with you and Ricky.
5: All so right, I'm just saying. All
4: right. Or
5: right. hallucination, that's the word I'm looking for, that they're going into. And I think that the movie does a pretty good job. It's its pretty subtle, but it does a pretty good job of how are these people dealing with guilt? How are these people yes. moving forward? Are they moving forward? Are they kind of trapped in the past? That type of stuff. You see with the, uh, we'll call him the good sheriff, he is... Constantly kind of going back and reliving the past. Yes. We see the guilt that Jake has, where she has that survivor's guilt, like, well, maybe if I had jumped right. in with him, this stuff wouldn't have happened. Uh so anyway, like Very I, said, good I think if you Tony added Zonny. just a couple of scenes or maybe kind of had a couple of little things tweaked just a little bit, I think this would be a movie that would be really tight and concise. Yeah. And uh, you wouldn't have some of the questions that you would have. So anyway, so hope we this should stuff crucify makes sense. Hope it didn't go writer. on too long. I'll talk to you guys soon bye you never go on too long first
2: i uh, i i love tony Sony. I, I want you to call in and give those pieces of advice that is i'm not fantastic. i'm not
1: gonna lie to you i don't i mean it, it's been well it's been like maybe a month or something since we talked yeah. about this
2: stuff he brought it right back to my mind but it i'm not right i'm not gonna, gonna lie scene. to you i
1: feel like that the guilt that that is if i i can't remember what i said about it or whatever but i mean maybe that was why it affected it had an effect on listen i'm a I, no no whatever but no that is a very powerful point i feel like that's maybe th- something that
2: yeah after i, I, I it, think we, we talked about to, it in the last We have part. to blame the screenwriter because he could have tony zoni should send that to them and go look if you would have tweaked this and tweaked that boom no nah. you would have had something that was very i mean i'm in, not gonna in, lie to you in though. my world
1: well here's the thing i feel like i was more forgiving of some of those, the, some of the, what he was talking about, some of like the 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 holes in the in the story or whatever, because it hit me so hard. I mean, anything with like kids. I mean, obviously, right? But also, sure. But also the whole guilt thing, because how much of a motivation is that in your life? I yeah. Mean, in anybody's life, and I feel like maybe that's something that I I like I said I can't remember, but I feel like it, I didn't talk about that. But Tony,
2: Tony is like he brings it. Tony, bring it. Keep bringing it. Keep bringing it, Tony, because Keep we, I'm going to say, it. we fucking love you. We, oh, no, we do. We do. I mean, that's, he know. He and know. he knows how to record a goddamn. <laughs> sound. great, sounds right? great in well, my he does hairs. his own podcast, the Arm Date podcast. I, Look I, it up. I, I'm Here a fan. I, I hit him with the, the, he's got two podcasts. Oh, I only knew about the Arm Date. And I just say, damn, buddy. Damn. Keep it
4: coming. No, 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 no.
1: But that. thank you for the insight because actually, that was that. I mean, I feel like I, feel, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. When we were talking, I'm like, why do I like this movie so much? Why, why am I so much in it? Like, I have a different, have a, such a different opinion than Shane and Ricky. Ricky doesn't like anything. So, fuck him. yeah, he doesn't. But like it's anything. like, but I mean, mostly it's like, I was like, what, what was it to me that it wasn't to these guys a little bit, you know? And I'm just saying, maybe that's I, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, I was very forgiving of this movie, and that's true but all right well whatever we got one more call from mark from chicago
2: oh the shy t- here's another boy i'll see you on sunday night boy what do they call it hey mike that- and shane it's mark from chicago calling in for your question of the episode uh who is the strangest character in a horror movie that you've been attracted to this week's question that you did. Mm. um i will probably don't have pick to mine go with Mama Firefly from House of the Dragon, oh played Karen, by Black. Karen
0: Black. Um, kind of embarrassing, but not really. Nah, I don't know. man. Um, she was nasty. Uh, she was a uh, so cool character. Wouldn't mind going for some breakfast with her. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hope you guys have a good one later.
2: After so, bre- so I mean, before <laughs> breakfast, what?
1: Oh no no! Before that's what but, I'd ask him. no no. You know what I realize? I feel like Mama Firefly is the type of lady that you're gonna go home have a one night stand with. But she's good enough. She'll put on some like some some TV show at night so you can fall asleep. But when you wake up, you got a boner one more time when you're not drunk. Oh yeah! I feel baby. like I
2: feel like that's the kind of lady she
1: is. You know, yeah, it's like you, you, gotta you gotta
2: go, and she's like, "Let's see what this little sucker can do."
1: Listen, last night I realized that he was drunk and maybe not at his tip top condition, but I ain't letting him leave without proving to me what's actually going on right i'm just saying she's been
2: around the block let's be real well she's an older lady an
4: older i, I wasn't
2: judging her no man. I'm, I'm not just saying she Jesus. knows she
1: knows what she, not, she knows what she no, likes and Of she course wants not
2: she's an older lady she <laughs> likes things she's been there she's fucking finger banged to tom selleck movies oh my she gosh. knows a thing or two who about hasn't finger two
1: okay so shane we got. By the way, thank you guys so much for calling in for recording your MP3 stuff like that. We really appreciate it. Uh, I mean, it's weird because it's like I just love to hear from people. I love to get the feedback.
2: I, like I to, do three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Call in for Christ. Well, and also I'm not going
1: to lie to you. I like the I like uh, perspectives from from other people, especially by the time we get to moves. I'm typically like ten beers in, so yeah, it, it gets a little tough. Um, okay, so Shane, what is the strangest character in a horror movie that you've been sexually attracted to and maybe kind of embarrassed about?
2: Of course, mind, species. Oh, we're attracted to that. Oh, uh, that's hot. That's not embarrassing. Uh, not uh, Natasha Hensrich? Jennifer's body. Ooh. Megan. Uh, Meg. She doesn't do anything, but she's very sexy in it. Yeah. Well, What's her name? Megan uh, Fox. Megan Fox. And I'm not going to lie to you, at one point she was the ultimate woman in the world. But I will tell you something. It and this 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 came to me after a little bit of searching. I went, I remembered my boner, <laughs> the porcupine lady from Nightbreed.
1: Shut up, that's a weird one, dude. I that is a weird one. Very,
2: well, there's she's wearing that hooded thing, and oh, yeah. you can see her. She's inner like Chitara. With she's the,
1: like Chitara from uh, the the. And I what's that find called? her
2: very horny. No, oh, she made me very horny for some reason. Oh no, very you know weird.
1: what. I'm going to say that's weird, but that's not unprecedented. I mean, that's not what like... What would Sigmund Freud say about that? He's like, oh, he wants... Spiky things, too. He wants what spiky that things in wow. his penis, too. Wow,
2: wow. He wants to pork. Nobody's
1: asking Sigmund Freud pork. about our sexual shit. He's dead. We, we're fine. We're fine. You're fine. What's yours? Okay, so mine... Okay, so here's the thing. Mine's not embarrassing and embarrassing. Ever since I was a little child, Christina Ricci has been... Oh, yeah. Like one of my... Go to Black
2: Snake Moan.
1: Oh, no. Well, yeah, that was hot. Oh, no, that that, that could fall into this, actually. But I mean, when she was a bit child actor, stuff like that. And most of the time, Adam's I, I don't really care. I don't really care. She's great. I mean, it's hot. It's cool for her to be hot. So, uh, Sleepy Hollow, all that stuff. However, there's a couple of movies where I was like, I should not be attracted to this, but I am. Adam's Family. No, because oh. I'm like her same age, basically. I'm, I'm like a year or two older than she is. Oh, so that's fine. So that's fine. But I'm talking about monster. Remember with uh, what's her name? The the South African, like uh, what was her name? The yeah, oh yeah, she looked okay. Weird. That's she looks so weird. Her lover, yes. But I was just I was still like that Charlize is still her. Theron, yeah. And I was just like that's still her. But I feel like the most embarrassed I've that ever bullet. been. She did such a great job. What was her what was her name? Oh, I can't remember. Charlize that. Theron. No, but what was the serial killer's name? I can't remember. Oh shoot. Oh, I can totally uh, see it. Alyssa. Her. Milano, okay, Milano. but I feel like the most embarrassed I've ever been was in Afterlife. Remember, we did that on the video podcast okay. where she's laying on the slab dead, oh. and I'm still like, I should not be feeling the way I'm feeling right now, right? But still did, still did, couldn't help it. That's right. Remember with Liam Neeson and all that stuff, we did. Okay, I feel like okay. we did that on that video show, man. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah. Anyway, so that's mine. I mean, because she's been a crush of mine for. Most of my years, okay.
2: Have you ever sent her a twit? No, I don't dare to. What if she? What if she like refused? What if she like? What if you just sent something? Just saying. Listen, I will never do that for anybody
1: because Kane Roberts never got back to me. What if Christina Ricci never does?
2: Yeah, but I had
1: to reach out for you. Yeah, because I'm too insecure about my own man. Why don't you just go
2: Christina at Christina? Because I can't take any more. I'm (laughs) I'm a huge fan of yours, and leave it at that. And then she goes, Thank you. And it makes you feel so good inside. Uh, maybe I should. But so you masturbate to that tweet when you're laying in bed. At I night. feel
1: like I've masturbated to the idea of that tweet before yeah. already. So I don't know. All right. So we got a softball question for you. All right. It's summer. It is hot as shit. 100 outside. degrees. It's so hot outside. But the thing is, you get the bright idea, you asshole, to have a bunch of friends over for a horror night. And these friends are not like your. Not like horror Not fans. Closeies? They're no, they're oh. they're they're close, but they don't maybe maybe they actually like real stupid ass movies like Marvel movies or whatever. Maybe they just like boring ass movies. They
2: want to watch those goddamn Thor movies. That's what I'm
1: saying. Why would you do that? So you're having them over. You're in the backyard. You've got a screen set up. You've got uh, your dogs roasting and you're in your in uh, your. Your burgers and you're doing a barbecue. Once it turns 930, you turn on a double feature like they were at the drive in, because they, they rarely exist. What is a double feature you're showing them? 385-351-9273.
2: 385-351-9273. Shane. Mind you, this has to be two movies that two you're movies. going. This is what you guys need to understand. Maybe summer theme. maybe need, not. Doesn't matter. But you have to go. Hey, listen, you noobs here. You need to understand these two films. Exactly. What gotcha. are they? Ooh. What do we got next? Roudness. We got some Roudunesu. What are we playing? Uh, let's do "Golf a Bro." Oh, that's my
1: favorite song on the album, yeah. by the way. Okay. All right. So we're gonna play that song, and we'll be right back to talk about Roudness.
4: <laughs>
3: Don't you know?
2: Inspired by rock and roll of the 19... American rock and roll from the 1970s and 80s, guitarist Akira Takasaki and drummer Minatuka Higuchi Ooh. formed the band in Osaka, Japan in 1981. They would become the first Japanese band to sign to a major label in the United States, reach the top 100 Billboard charts at 74. Unfortunately... Drummer Menataki Higuchi passed away died. from cancer. Yeah, that sucks. But Akira stayed true to the band's ideals and to what he wanted to do with this band. Releasing over 25 albums despite lineup changes Dude. over the years. That's They've one been, of the
1: things we need to talk about. They started in 1981. They've only missed a handful of years of putting out an album. That's not even including the ones where they did an uh, English version, Japanese yeah. version. No. They, they put, understood
2: when times were getting rough and no one cared the United States. What do they in have? The like 27 States. albums yeah. since 1991. Unbelievable. And, and, and no one cared about them in the United how States. Did, how is
1: that possible? God, they rock. They're going to rock you. That's what they keep saying.
2: do Come to see the way we going to rock and roll you. Yes. Come get on your feet. Thank, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Despite lineup changes over the years, the original members have been together for nearly 20 years, which I was oblivious to. Akira Takahashi's been there the whole time. Yeah. He's the guitar player. Back to where it all began for a young white man who grew up in a small little town. Called? called rockville tokyo oh ladies and gentlemen akira takasaki on guitar <laughs> masayoshi yamashita on bass guitar new drummer remember the other guy died yep my masayuki sazuki and i'm say i'm saying i'm oh sorry Minoru Nihara on vocals. That's right. Three of four men that are left alive are still together. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about loudness. Can I say one thing real quick? Yes.
1: This sounds like the guys who created Nintendo.
2: Right. Da, 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 da. What? what is that? Other what?
1: Japanese. Sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not trying to be racist. I did But every it.
2: Japanese name. Yeah, it's like Miyamoto or
1: something. Yeah, it's like, the, I'm the just saying. Kind of I don't know names. It's just like, I felt like I was oh, reading okay. these
6: and I'm like. You know, I had no idea they were Japanese. No list, shit. I only have listened a couple with of the their talks, With
1: but, their uh, uh, voices? I didn't, yeah. Night. We gonna
2: rock you. Hmm. You are I just the thought it was heroes like... tonight. I
6: don't know. <laughs> Anything.
2: Well, allow me to enlighten you. Raudenosa. That's who we're talking about tonight. Raudenosa. Like them on Facebook, official Twitter at loudness underscore info. Official website, loudnessjp.com. That's a big JP. That stands for Japan. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Sorry. Sorry. I, I just felt like I... Was... He got the funny bone tickled. I got my, my goodies tickled. Yes. Ooh. Rise to Glory, released January 26th, 2018. 13 tracks, 61 minutes on ear music. I you, One thing that I love to do is yeah. I love to find out who produced it. Yeah. What's going on with that? I couldn't find it. Oh, really? Because you know what? Probably They're not the important the here anymore. It doesn't fucking matter. They were great. Record label big, you know, big time in the 80s. Now it doesn't matter. Big Who time. cares? They're on Spotify. They got twenty five albums oh, on there. They have a great collection amazing. uh that they released just like a month ago called Crazy Nights. Yeah, that's an, which, That's their newest release on Spotify. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. No, we're talking about Rise to Glory, which is their you know, their, their new one. but I'm saying if you want to go back and go down a rabbit hole of deliciousness... I went down the rabbit hole. Rock and roll Crazy Nights by <laughs> Raul Uh, What did you think of this album? All right. So, okay. So, there's something to be
1: said about a band since 1981. How old would you be if you're not... You'd be 37 right now. They've put out 29 albums. So, basically, that means that there's only been eight years. And, that, like I said, that doesn't include the doubles that they've done in different languages. It, there's some to be said about a band who basically puts out an album every year, working hard, except for what? What I say eight eight years since 1981.
2: Well, they didn't die; they just didn't
4: work I, what popular I, in Utah. But what? In, uh,
1: no, have we done another album of theirs on the show before? I feel no, like we we've we have. never done. Are you sure?
2: No, I'm pretty. I'm
1: pretty sure we didn't get into loudness. Oh well, because I okay. Anyway. Um, And the thing is, is the only the only deep dive I went into this band was that new one with their like the best of all the way through whatever. Right. And so So you didn't go back to
2: Thunder in the East or no, 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 because because this is is not a a band that I'm
1: very familiar with. Right. And this album, I mean, okay, so here's here's my take on it. Excellent mu- musicianship. Okay. Ba-ba-na. Okay. No, they they've got great. They they got the guitar. I mean, you you Dude. can you can see these guys thriving through hair metal, through whatever, through all these. Yeah, they do. They things.
2: do go. They do. They do tempt all the fates. Well,
1: oh, and that's what I'm saying because it's very. I mean, it's straight up heavy metal, rock and roll. I mean, it's not. They've never. It seems like throughout their whole career, they've just kind of done the same thing. They didn't pull a Metallica and load and reload or whatever. They've kind of just been the same thing. No gimmicks, nothing flashy, except for their their solos. It's just straight up rock and roll, like, we're going to rock you type of rock and roll, right? I really like this album. The problem that I have with it is it's got, like, a ton. I mean, I feel like Shane's going to hate me for this. But it's got, like, a ton of, like, weird cliches. And maybe it's because they're foreign or something. It is.
2: Okay. There are a ton of cliches, yeah. and the reason why is because they did through their catalog of years—twenty-five years—they have went speed metal, they have went boom, they have went. Yeah, but it all, but
1: it all same. But, but it didn't go into new metal or or grunge or anything like that. It
2: didn't. No, it didn't go into new metal, and it didn't go into grunge. Right, but it damn near went everywhere else. <laughs> so it was like, okay, no. What's boom? A boom metal. It's uh, when uh, Bruce Hornsby brought in some guys from Metallica. What? Boom Boom! metal. How would you Valerie. Yeah, with uh, Kirk Hammett playing guitar on. Really? I don't know what boom means. What do you mean, boom? You, you were yeah, the one who said it. Yeah, you said <laughs> Never mind. Well, maybe I meant boom. <laughs> maybe you were just like, that's I didn't how put you an feel about it. Maybe point. I
1: was just like, okay, I got gotcha. you.
2: No, uh, yeah, i because I don't know what you're talking about. I, I totally enjoyed
1: it. this album. I'm not gonna lie to you. This album start to finish uh, my favorite song was Go for Broken, that's the one we played.
2: I'm like it's like all of a sudden I'm that kid in that uh Twilight Zone movie where I'm looking at you guys. And you're Come like, on. Am I gonna kill is them it, with my brain? Jeez, I really like this all of a sudden. No, I, I get it. The thing is, is
1: this even this it's hard for me listening to this now. Yes. And hearing like all the like I said, the cliches we gone. like Firehouse was doing these cliches back in the early nineties, right. stuff like that. Right. This was great musicianship, great songs, but I feel like it was just more or less generic hard rock. Man, I mean, are you being a dick? I mean, am I being a dick?
2: Yeah, you're being a dick to the Japanese people. No, it's, no, this <laughs>
1: isn't higher. This Japanese is not
2: an indictment. People. I mean, I'm not saying Japanese all people. of them because there's only like a couple billion? Know, eight point billion <laughs> that love. Eight, sorry. Well, I'm sure 0. they love Raudenosa. that love Raudenosa. So, Raudenosa. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but I agree. You know, it's it, they were huge back in the day. Uh-huh. When and this it, kind of music was... I, I was shocked to see. And, and, and the thing that we're... The album we're going to do on the next podcast... Striper... What's called, called? Goddamn Evil? By the way, that brand new. Yeah, because I don't know how
1: Striper says the words "GD" in their album name. Right, Goddamn Evil. GD but, Evil. You know,
4: are it's, they foreign it, as well? No, that's
2: that's we're talking.
4: 19, we're talking oh. 1986,
2: yeah. 1985. No,
1: 1986. This comes out, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, yeah, right. this has got some sweet
6: licks. You guys ever seen them
1: live? And and I no, guess seen, I guess
2: I guess the joy here is you're going oh i remember that oh when they're returning to it because you kind of dump into you know albums they've done over the years and you go oh that's a and then you got oh they're back you're like oh, it's like, oh <laughs> some- <laughs> back. yes 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 uh
1: here's
2: here's my notes on it but but i do agree for the most part, I do agree that I, it, I enjoyed it, it's it. Loudness, God bless you. Twenty-five years, hell yeah. Three of the dudes are back, and for me, that's great. No, they're killing it's like, it. Oh, they're still. They're playing with the energy that they played with back in it's the like old days. It's like me going to real. that uh, Christmas party where the old grandma walked up and goes, "Oh, you're still around." <laughs> you know, it's it's yes, it's yes, that yes, feeling. Yes. It's like oh, they're still doing it.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh it's a return to form, back to the old school. Agreed. I agree with that. Um. Dude on the guitar, Akira Takasaki.
3: He
1: is not bad. He is actually. Re- that was the one saving grace. That was the one thing that may, like, make them come from down below and and elevate them to the point where it's like make those them solos come from sweet.
2: down below to that. No, the solos were sweet. Man. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were really good. And this is his baby for twenty five years. It's right. been his. When everyone goes take a hike, I don't know what I'm going to go do, but it's not going to be this. Don't he goes. Well, 25 years, this is what I do. Of course. Uh, there has always been a love-hate with Minoru's vocal style. Really? I th- sometimes I love it, sometimes I hate it. How come? Because it gets a little gravelly and it's 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 weird. I loved it back in 1980. What was it? Six? Or something. When did Theater of Pain come out?
1: 87 you're asking me some like weird motley Crue girl dressing up times. it's
2: hard rock it's delicious it's good it's from japan it's it's fine but the problem is is it's it doesn't stand out for me i listened
1: to this i enjoyed it but i felt myself spacing out a little bit too much.
2: i would say go back listen to uh uh thunder in the east if, if you want to hear this album in its in its fullest form. Yeah. Go back and listen to Thunder in the this East. This band, you mean? Yeah, this band. Okay. And what they were trying to recreate. Oh no, this is great. I'm not trying to shit on this album. Thunder in the East, Lightning Strikes, and three songs off of Hurricane Eyes. <laughs> if you so you've seen them live. What's your what's your, I've seen them live. Where you at say. and when? It was the Salt Palace uh, Arena. Arena. Oh, no. That's With, old school. When Tommy Lee only did his fucking, you know, he only dipped that uh, drum racer up halfway. When his that, dick what wasn't doing. out
1: because nobody wants to see Tommy Lee. Then it was anymore. like,
2: oh, it's going to spin
1: around. And, you know, sure. like, oh, theater fuck of pain. that, dude. Th- I
2: saw it when it just went halfway out. Can I be
1: real? Theater of Pain was before Molly Crue f- hit their stride. I'm just going to say that
2: right now. Well they were huge when when Shout of the Devil. That's fine. Shout of the Devil. Theater of Pain was when it was like Smoking in the Smoking in the boys uh, room, I, home sweet home. That's a good song, but it's They're like, headlining. Hello. In the headlining. 80s
1: you needed two songs to headline. Here's why. Here's why I feel And like they got did. a Japanese band. No, but let me tell you why in the 80s you needed two songs because you ha- you only had tapes. So you had to listen to the whole thing regardless. You couldn't better have sk- two hits. You couldn't skip songs. You had to listen to the whole thing to get to the goodies. And you better put a
2: good one on one side and, and the, the other juicy you need, you on the need, other side. Their
1: first one can be okay. Your second one's got to be a hit. But the first one on the second side's got to be a goddamn. It's like. All right, what's your favorite songs? Uh, go for broke. I feel like that's the only song I'm taking away from this. because yeah. I, I, I mean, I loved it a lot. Didn't you like Massive Tomato? I mean, I liked it. There was a lot of songs that I kind of liked, but they all seemed kind of uh, to mesh in with each other a little bit. You didn't like, so
2: you like Massive Tomato?
1: Oh, I, I liked the whole album, but I, the only one that really stood out was Go for Broke
2: and No Limits. All right, you I- got to admit that was a good jam. I mean, there's a. I'm telling you, there's a lot of good oh, jams. I got no limits. <laughs> No remits. No remits to go. <laughs> you didn't like it? No, that, I did like, like it. I did like it. I okay. liked the
1: whole album. I did. I liked the whole album. It was comfort food. It was like it was I'm I'm eating like roast beef and in uh mashed I think potatoes, it's like chicken teriyaki or something. No, no, no. Roast beef, chicken teriyaki, and mashed potatoes. It was I liked the album. It made my heart feel good, but I'm just going to no give this a Spotify. to
2: Spotify. No. <laughs> but I'm going to give it a spot. It was weird because it was just so I do. Weird. I give it a very high Spotify. Check it out. But go back and check out Thunder in the East. Okay. Or if you want to, I'm gonna a, do a, that. If you want a delicious smorgasbord <laughs> of um, of great loudness songs right out of the gate. Now, what'd you call the it? The latest thing that they put on was called Crazy Nights. And you can listen to one thousand eyes. Know you had a crazy nights song you back can listen in the day. To lightning strikes again. Crazy nights. You can listen to Rock no, no, and Roll no. Crazy Nights. Tesla
1: had a song called Crazy Nights in nineteen ninety one. Then they stole it. No no no. I'm just saying this is where this album belongs is nineteen ninety one. I loved it. It was meat and potatoes, but I give it a Spotify.
2: Yeah, that's it.
6: I didn't really listen to it. So Ricky,
2: why are you even here?
6: You <laughs> did you even
2: care to listen to it, or I you just started? Went, to uh... It. He's yeah. like, this is too hard rock for me. They're yeah, Japanese, was it. I'm yeah. racist. I didn't Ricky's even know racist. It was what Japanese? kind of music does Ricky listen to?
6: Probably shit.
2: No. Say it. Give we're, me two bands
6: that you, you listen right to. Uh, do you even like I, music? I do, but I... I listen to more just Friends. podcasts. No By worries. the way, you know
1: what's funny is somebody on is, our on our calls music. called you Little Ricky today, Aww. and I was like, "Yeah, he is Little Ricky. <laughs> he is Little Ricky."
2: <laughs> All right, Shane, what you got? I've got uh, some trivia. You want some? Yeah, what's it about? That's about your mom. All right, we we'll be right back with that. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, what do they call that? Uh, oh my! Th- this this trivia is called trivia: movies about writers, horror movies about writers, writers or writers, writers like like writers on know, the store? like typing on a, on wow. a writers. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. you know, because we're get talking a,
1: about in the mouth of madness. Okay, yeah,
2: gotcha. Sutter Kane, right? He's the writer, and I well, have so a lot of questions about this. Movie. He's making creepy. Well, we'll talk about. Yeah, it. He's yeah, making creepy books. Yes, he is, and. They're coming to life. For oh, time. my gosh. And Sam Neill's right there to go, hey, mate, they're coming to life. <laughs> In a he, British accent? He's, I thought it was
1: Australian. He's he, no, do. no, no.
2: He's, uh, he's,
6: he's from New Zealand. Yeah, but he didn't
2: now, have an accent. That was perfect then. Hi, hey, mate. They're coming down. No,
4: my that's life. Australian. Yeah. They're very
6: similar, though. Hi, hey, mate. You know what? A New Zealander will kill you right. for saying that. But I mean, tell Hey, us, mate. Sounds fuck you. And New Zealanders you don't
2: say mate. On. I know. You fucking know. Kiwi. But they're very similar. Right. By the
1: way, Shane, do me one favor. Say yes. rise up lights. What? Say rise up lights. Rise
2: up lights. That is English.
1: Australian for Razor Blades. Rise up lights. Rise of, Blights. <laughs> oh, Just Rise, Rise of lights. Rise of lights. Rise <laughs> Oh, yeah. Rise yeah. of lights. Rise of Straight up. Of Straight up. Mate,
2: don't try and pull one of them on me, you fucking pig. That's British. Yeah. Oh, that's British. All right. Anyways, horror movies about writers. Okay. And let's give the obligatory shining clap, 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 you know, Jack Torrance. <laughs> JT. What do they say? What, it? what did he write on that, uh, the, that paper the whole time? All working, day. no
1: play makes get, Jack a dull boy.
2: There we go. Yeah. Number one, 1991 film. IMDb gives that a 7.7. I'm just having trouble getting started. <laughs> this playwright has moved to Hollywood, Hollywood, California, to write for the movies. Capital Pictures wants him to pen the script For a wrestling movie. Since he knows the poetry, quote-unquote, the poetry of the streets. Between writer's block and a hallway shot of a haunted hotel, this New York playwright discovers the hellish or hellish truth of Hollywood. 1991? 1991. Who stars? John Totero and John Goodman. And Judy Davis in this hot 1991
1: film. Hmm. John Turturro. John Goodman. Remember who was on that Roseanne show? I know who John Goodman is. And who
2: else? Judy Davis. Who that? Uh, She's a lady that does movies. <laughs> <laughs> in 1991? 1991. 1991, and IMDb gives it a a 7.7. I'm just having trouble getting started.
1: 1991, John Goodman.
2: This playwright has moved to Hollywood to write for the movies. Capital Pictures wants him to pen the script for a wrestling movie since he... "Quote unquote knows the poetry of the streets." Oh my gosh! Between writers' block and hallway shots of a haunted hotel, this New York playwright discovers the hellish.
1: Who is the playwright? Truce, John Turturro. I don't think I know Hollywood. this. I don't think I know this, Ricky. Where are you at?
6: I don't know. I'm. I'm not going to help him. No,
1: 1991. I oh you, so they're colluding. Are you taking easily. the deuce.
2: I'll take I've the deuce. Let's just it. go.
1: Let's take the you've deuce. You've never heard
2: of it, Barton Fink. Gosh, you've never seen that. I one? have
1: seen Barton Fink, but I screwed up in my brains right now. Gosh
2: dang it!
6: Yeah, you're right. I've never. Fun seen Nugget it. is it? It must be good. Seven, it's really right, good. It's really good.
2: TV? Oh my! Fun God. Nugget. John Turturro took classes at a secretarial school to learn how to use a typewriter for the role. Between takes. He wrote a rough outline for Romance and Cigarettes, which came out in 2005, written on the typewriter he used in the film, The Coen Brothers, and also The Coen Brothers uh, executives uh, produced the film. I, you know what? I know that
1: movie. I'm not that familiar Barton with that F. movie. Great movie. Creepy I I saw Weird. It. Probably. Oh my gosh. That's, that makes me upset that I should have got that with. Tuturo, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it was a different Tuturo, and that's a guy. In... I'm
2: going to give you a hint. It's too late. John Aunt Turturro comes up again in one of these questions tonight. Okay. Okay. I will not tell you when. I will not tell you where. I will not tell you green eggs and ham. <laughs> but... All right. All right. I'm all for one. Quit rubbing it in. Number two. Are you Cleaning up the carpet. Are you done? I spilled uh, a beverage. Should I just go ahead or go ahead? Go ahead. 1970 film. IMDB gives it a 7.2. An American novelist living in Rome with his girlfriend has writer's block. He remains uninspired by Italy. But it's soon about to become distracted from his literary worries. He views a brutal attack. In an art gallery. <gasps> and although the oh victim shit. survives, he becomes embroiled in the serial killer's carnage.
1: All right, all right. Give me, just do some things to, to give me some time.
2: No, not that. I got you. I got gotcha, you. I got
1: gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. <laughs> deep red.
2: You're wrong. Deep purple. You're Tenebrae, wrong, Tenebrae.
1: You're wrong. What is it?
2: Are you taking the I'll deuce? I'll take the deuce. The bird with the crystal Fucking plumage. Fucking plumage! God damn it! Stars, Tony Masanti. I was on the right Susie Kendall and Eva For Renzi. fuck's sake, fuck you, Shane. Let's go to number three. Number three. Oh, here's a fun nugget for you. I don't give shit. Tony Masanti was a very intense actor... And would frequently it. show up at Dario Argento's apartment at 3 a.m. to discuss characteris- characterization, much to Argento's annoyance. Huh. The- the- hey, here's another fun nugget. This He's was also, also kind of like Trump,
1: who wants to fuck his daughter. But th-
2: this was also I'm a Trump
1: fan. You guys, Jesus. sorry to say
2: that. Trump wants to fuck his daughter. Breaking, according news. to the liberal media. This was also Dario Argento's first, first yep. solo directing crime. God. I mean, gosh dang it.
1: G God dang. damn it. G gosh
2: dang. dang it.
1: Gosh. Gosh. Number
2: three. 2007 film, IMDb gives it a 6.8. An occult writer of, quote unquote, ghost survival guides hmm. who plays up the camp of his experiences but is actually skeptical of the supernatural, has found his newest subject in the Dolphin Hotel early in the film. He is having a reading and a book signing for his newest book about haunted houses. And Quip's ghost stories are, quote-unquote, awful convenient for desperate hotels when the interstates move away.
1: I need more hints. He I don't want
2: to lose. Lives, I don't want to lose. He soon lives. True Terror. Stars Paul Bridgert, Samuel L. Jackson, and Jonathan Cuson. Oh, don't say that one. 14-0 motherfucking A. Turn up
1: the, the-
3: radio. Now you know my
1: plan.
2: When yeah.
4: I do these questions, where I go, oh, that's a giveaway. Yeah. That's oh a giveaway. my god! I, I, I enjoyed that, Jonathan.
1: Movie. I I did too. I liked it. It's you know I'm two and one though, so I'm losing. So I'm the underdog right now. So
2: I've thought about doing like Jonathan Quisiki, where <sighs> you like like, change like, it slightly. Oh my god! But, but you could have see, you that. could
6: have said it's like John C. Here's a fun nugget. Let's hear it. I'll
2: hear this uh, one. In its stranded, in, in its uh, standard edition, the DVD runtime is exactly. Hold on, hold on to your fucking assholes, <laughs> hold on to your balls and your asshole. <laughs> All right, one hundred and four minutes and eight long. seconds, referring directly to the fourteen oh eight. Oh. This also hey. makes the DVD stop playing at precisely. Hold on to your asshole. <laughs> makes the dvd st- stop playing at precisely 144 and 08 seconds again referring to the title one four oh, zero. And if you seconds. wake up in the middle of the night and you're like i just watched 1408 yeah and you see that it stopped the dvd right. stopped at 1408 what do weird. you do stab yourself in the balls i feel
1: like if you're waking up in the middle of the night the only the only thing you can do is Touch your dick with some lotion, but that's
2: all. And I do you said. jack off all over the? I'm not gonna lie to you. It's DVD player and say John Cusack. No, here's the
1: thing. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes if you're waking up in the middle of the night, the only dead, way you're going your go to sleep, movie. the only way you're gonna go to sleep is jerk off. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm.
6: Do you guys ever do the Spider-Man where you shoot it in your hand and then throw it at a window like a web?
1: No, no. I usually wipe it on my underwear and I worry gotta about it, it next day.
2: I've
6: jacked off of my underwear before.
1: Well, why not? Have you ever done
2: that where you oh, play no, with of your balls and jack off? Well, no, your but, but it
1: stays there. You just don't want it to get all over things. You're gonna have to clean that. Yeah, you, know. you can clean yourself. I don't want to do it on my You can clean. I don't mind smelling. You can clean yourself up in the shower the next day. That's
2: fine. Yeah. Hurry. I we gotta do the next two because I gotta pee real bad. I Let's love go. to jack off my underpants. <laughs> if I'm laying there in bed and I'm just like, oh god, I'm on Twitter. Do you know what? Do you what when I, I see some dirty thing Do I'm like, you know what oh I do god, before I got the flashlight?
1: I would jerk off and block it with my other hand.
2: <laughs> For why?
1: Because I don't Where's want it going? going all over.
2: It oh. goes all over. It hits the ceiling. Because you got that heavy flow, you got that
3: even flow that's right like
1: butterflies yeah
2: i got that sorry. Yeah, but i have a lot know. of jizz
1: sorry let's go
2: let's go i, don't I mean that's a good that. idea if you got like a flow where it's like this shit will fly sometimes it
1: hurts my hand i'm like can i even take this and i usually am drinking on my left hand which i'm right-handed yeah and then i block it with the right hand and then that's just weird because goes- i jack off with the left hand because it just
2: feels right
1: it feels a little bit weird, I'm like, I mean, I'm right dominant,
2: but I, I hurry, like to, I, I really have and, to pee. So let's, let's do it. Let's do it. with my left It's weird. No, I'm, like I'm with twins. you. <laughs> I feel like that's not true. Number four, 2004 film. IMDb gives this a 6.6. When writer Mort Rainey decides to relocate to get away from his stressful divorce and try and recover. From his mental health.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The last thing I know this one. He would Let's hear
1: it. No, I'm not sure yet. The
2: last thing he would run into he would want to run into is John Shooter. Pew 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 pew. He's got a little gun. Pew 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 pew. A man who claims that Rainey has plagiarized his works. Of course. That's it. The dark half. No.
1: What? Why is it? Is it Secret Window?
2: Uh Hello. Oh. Digi- digi- Turn up the, the radio. The radio. Oh, all right. Sorry. That's, that's Sorry. John Turturro. But they
1: But by the way, they're all. They're both Stephen King movies. So yes. And
2: it. and that was John Tuchero for the second time in the
5: in the. Ah,
1: place. gotcha. Gotcha. He came back.
2: You. Hey, you stole from me.
1: Gotcha. I okay. But that's a figment. That, uh, never mind. Oh no. No. Here's a fun no nugget spurn. for you. John to
4: guys- decided.
2: Oh my god, he's oh go. he he's he's going to wee in his in his goodies.
6: What's the fun nugget?
2: Fun nugget is. Yeah, he doesn't really have to be here for that, yeah. right? He just let John Turturro decided to appear in the movie because oh, oh my gosh, his son is a big fan of Stephen King convinced him to uh, to to be in the movie. Isn't that fun? Sure. Also, Stephen King gave away the rights to this film. Huh. Oh, he'll kill himself for this one day. In order to get the rights to Kingdom Hospital, what the fuck's Kingdom Hospital? Exactly. Thank no, you. No, no, no. It's a series, and we all no, no series. What happened to Kingdom Hospital? It was it was stupid compared to the European version. Thank you. Yes, he Stephen King gave away his rights. Oh, really? The secret window with Jonathan fucking Depp in the movie. Oh
6: my mm. god. Do you think do you guys think Stephen King's a little overrated? Oh, he's terrible.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Let me tell you
6: something. His dialogue, as a person, is absolutely horrible.
1: As a person he's a piece of shit. As a writer, I really like him, to be yeah. honest with you. Oh, yeah. Because I can separate the person from the art. I That's you know not what I mean? I no, love, that, that I love was, that was me being political.
2: I love him as a person. I say I, I give the th- I give the power up sign to to Stephen King and I say keep on doing and keep on going. Well, he's giving but us so much. But his dialogue in movies is fucking terrible. Oh no no, his S- political no. side. I say Stephen, I stand firmly with you on the I'm side more, of. That. I'm more on the James Woods side. Oh yeah. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I did that to troll Shakes. I know he's been You're talking okay. about that. Okay, so you realize what he's we have? A tr-
2: he really is a troll farmer. <laughs> He doesn't even Sorry. have like ideas for himself. He's just like, I oh, just like cute the that you would
1: say that, son. But here's the thing I'm two and two right now. This is the ultimate question to it. see
2: who wins.
6: It's the this final it. countdown. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Here we go.
2: 1964 film. Wow. IMDB gives us a 7.0. Oh, Alan my. Foster, a journalist from London Times. The London Times. Hello, Mike.
4: That's also Australian. Oy,
2: Wants oy, to investigate fucker. Edgar Allan Poe about his tales of horror and dread. But Poe assures him that every story he has written is true. 64, you Skeptical? fucker. Skeptical? The journalist accompanies Poe to a haunted castle where, from midnight to sunrise, the dead come to life. Classic black and white atmospheric ho. Huh? That's it. Okay,
1: so let me ask you a couple and like, we've done this.
2: Or we we have so we have e- clearly talked about this.
1: Black Sunday, right? No. Blood uh Black Sabbath. Alright, those didn't count unless Black Sabbath was right. Alright, so here's the thing. Let me ask you a couple questions. 1964. You gotta give me the stars, man.
2: I was Ar- not in born yet. Arturo Domenici. Margrito. Rob Hassam.
6: Whatever the <laughs> fuck No, is. there's no A
2: in. Help, Rob- help
1: him out, Ricky, please.
2: What's her last name, Ricky? I would say Rob Shum. Rob Shum. Okay, that's wrong. But <laughs> And the last one, you may know, because she was in Black Sunday. Barbara Steele. Barbara Steele. What is this movie? That's what I was going for. I knew, I knew Barbara Steele was in this. Barbara Steele is, in fact, in this movie, and she is in the top three. And this is where you win or you lose. So say it one more you time. You win Just or you give snooze. it to me one more time. 1964 film IMDb gives it a 7.0. O is in Barbara Steele's gaping vagina in front of your eyes. She or has a tiny, tiny vagina. Or
6: type O negative.
2: Alan Foster... A journalist from London, Times, England. I told you where I was from. Why don't you ever remember when I tell you where I'm from? (laughs) Wants to interview Edgar Allan Poe about his tales of horror and dread. But Poe assures him that every story he has written is true. Skeptical? The journalist accompanies Poe to a haunted castle. Where, from midnight to sunrise, Paul fucks him all night long. Oh, oh, what was
1: that,
6: a haunted no. what?
1: A haunted castle. A haunted castle. Uh, What?
2: Oh, Where? That's a movie. I was just going, I didn't know From the midnight one. to sunrise. From the Shane, I don't know that I know this. I don't know that I know this, in, man. When the night closes in. When the night closes Who in. Who sang that song?
1: Uh, Happy Gilmore. Movie. No. I have no idea. I'll take the deuce. I'll just take a loss.
2: Castle of... Horror, Vaginas. <laughs> Castle
1: of Blood. Okay. You know what? That's fair. Because you know what? I've seen that movie before, but that's not my... my Fun nugget. Barbara
2: Steele's name does not appear in the opening credits for Castle of Blood. And director Sergio Corabucci <laughs> began filming, but... Antonio Marighetti Antonio Margheriti took over after Fuck. one week and signed the movie. Shane, let me ask you Sergio something. Sergio Corabucci, you are a fucking idiot. <laughs> you don't even know how to do your movies.
1: Let me ask you something. Barbara's still hot or not? <sighs> hot or not, Shane? That was an easy question. Depends on the
2: uh you know situation.
1: When she was in her twenties and thirties.
2: Yes. Hot. What was that what was that movie where they were pinned up against the witch and the witches were coming to eat? Oh no, that, that was Sunday? that was Black Sunday, yeah.
1: Yeah. Hot as mother F and F. Yeah. Just saying. She's kind of a strange looking girl Yeah. in her in your younger days when she got old. I met her in real life at a horror hound. And How another, old are she? She's like eighty. No, no, no. she was super old. But I'm not gonna lie to you. If she would have said, "Hey, Mike, come fuck me," I would have been like, "Are you serious?" If she, she said, if she would have said that,
2: come around my, she my booth was, here, No, no, because she so, was walking you know, around, sir?
1: and I and I went, "Oh, I just want to meet you." I'm just like, she dyed her hair black, and I was like,
2: "Oh yeah, probably." When they do that, I was like, "Probably." And she goes,
6: "How do you like these so fucking?" So I
2: lost, tatties.
1: Shane. I lost. I lost. You
6: haven't lost in a while.
1: I lost. You know what's good? I'm going to win in the next movie. We're talking about John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness. We're about to play the trailer for you, and we'll be right back to talk about it.
3: Absolutely mad. The
2: riots began because the stores could not meet the demand of Sutter Kane's novel in the
3: mouth of madness.
0: Kane disappeared uh, two months ago without a trace. I mean, the guy that writes horror books.
3: You can forget about
0: Stephen King.
3: Kane outsells them all.
4: I need to know if he's alive or dead, and I need that book.
3: It's a setup. It's a setup. I just have to work out how it's set up.
4: Kane's writing has been known to have an effect on his readers.
5: See this? It's a map. This whole thing has been staged. You just get out.
0: This is not reality.
4: It's all happening for real, Trent.
0: Out next month,
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Oh, sorry. All
2: right,
1: you guys, you just heard the trailer for In the Mouth of Madness from nineteen ninety four. IMDB gives us a 7.2 directed by the horror master himself John Carpenter.
6: Oh, the shit, was it really? Yeah. I
1: don't I don't think we should even I don't think we even need to talk about John Carpenter. Do we? Cuz no. don't we all know what he's done? Um but the, the thing Fog. Is, oh, he's done everything. The thing Halloween the blah, thing, blah blah the blah, fog. blah. We the, all know. We all know. Yeah. But the thing is is in the mouth of madness is can we agree that this is one of his lesser-known movies? Absolutely, First, I'd never heard of it. No shit. And routine. even
6: Sam Neill's in it. I love Sam Neill. Sam Neill. like he was great in Event Horizon.
1: I'm gonna, I'm about to come my pants because he just said that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: you're
6: gonna jizz it.
2: It was your written pants.
1: by a guy named Michael De Luca. He only has seven writing credits. Freddie's Dead, The Lawnmower Man. He's actually known more for producing films. Lawnmower 81- Man was weird.
6: What's that? Lawler Man was interesting and weird. I saw that in the movie theater. Yeah, was
2: and I was kind of went, "What, bro? That is fucking dude. That's a mind." But
1: baby. it's weird because Michael De has eighty-one producing credits, and we're talking about huge movies. If you haven't seen a Michael De Luca movie, get the f out of here. And that song,
2: "My Name Is DeLuca."
1: <laughs> that's not the same I thing. I
2: live on the second floor. I feel
1: like that's not the same yeah,
2: thing. Yeah. I live upstairs from I'm you. not gonna stop
1: Shane right now, but but uh, that's that Yes, I is, know you've seen my What was, my that, what was really that girl long? name?
2: What was that girl name? What was that name? Her name was uh, DeLuca. <laughs>
1: no, that was a song. My name is Luca. No, I don't know her fucking name.
2: Dolores. Samantha to... Fox. It was not. Yes. But I don't remember. Those big titties.
1: <laughs> this movie starred Go. Sam Neill as as uh, John Trent, Julie Carmen as Linda Styles. Jurgen Prochnow is Sutter Kane. By the way, do you know what Jurgen Prochnow played? I in know, The Seventh looked... Sign. In The Seventh Sign, do you know what he played? He, the Seventh Sign? The Seventh Sign.
6: Is that uh Demi Moore? I don't, know. Okay. I don't know. I now, was thinking the Mel Gibson one. He played Jesus
1: in that. Yeah, he looked oh, familiar to me. But, but he was he also best. in House of the Dead. So I mean, we're not we're not gonna get too hard in that. Uh, David Warner is Doctor Wren. John Glover is Saperstein. Blah blah blah. We got a lot of recognizable. There definitely faces was yeah. in this. Yeah, Charlton Heston for hell's sake. Yeah, but Samuel from his cold dead. My...
2: get? What did he say about those apes though? Get out of here. You, you damn gosh, dirty damn ants, dirty apes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Something
1: is going on outside is is the world. In the Oh my gosh, I'm You know start what
6: over. this movie remind me uh do you want to finish actually the intro and then we can get into Let me it. do the yeah, intro. Yeah.
1: Something is going on in the outside world. as John Trent, aka Sam Neill, is being booked into a psych ward against his will. He claims to be sane. He claims that everything in his head is fine. However, it doesn't seem like that's the case when he starts explaining it to the doc. Not long before this happened, Trent was very uh, was a very successful and respected insurance investigator, just living his life. One day at a lunch, his buddy who was trying to
2: hire him. Lambda, lambda, lambda. Nerds, <laughs> nerds, Nerds. Right? nerds. That nerds. was nerds, 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 nerds. <laughs>
1: Was asking him to go for a case for him. This case involved a missing author. A missing horror author. Who's better than Stephen King. Who has affected more people than Stephen King. The publishing company wants to know if he's, if Sutter Kane has passed away. To see if they get insurance money. Or if he's alive. They want him to come back and finish the book that he's been writing. In the middle of this luncheon, a seemingly deranged man with an axe comes from across the street. Busts through the plate glass window and attempts to murder Trent, but the cops shoot him down before the chance. Trent has no idea who this guy is and why he'd want to attack him.
2: But he's got bloody eyes, though.
1: Oh no, I feel like he's totally messed up. Mike, your one eye is beautiful. I'm just saying we've been drinking and we're doing this. We're doing the rest of the podcast.
2: The author is named Sutter Kane. He's so. Wait a minute. Are you asking us if we love Sutter Kane? No. This might be is he supposed to be gotta, like Stephen King? He's assume? supposed to be better we have than to Stephen King. We might have to bash you in the skull as you're saying this I would because... love to see you try. Ugh, I don't even think
6: both of us could do it.
1: I'm a big, strong <laughs> man. I
6: think we could knock this fucking
2: table.
1: Yeah. Oh my, gosh. Are oh, my god. you He's got long limbs. Anyhow, we're not talking about that. <laughs> Sutter <laughs> Kane is a notorious horror writer that's bigger than Stephen King. He has a series of books already written. But his last one is in the the one he's currently writing is called "In the Mouth of Madness." It's supposed to be his coup de croix. Yeah, his or final the, what's a coup um, de crie? uh you got Do a you French look at, word? Yeah, it's, uh, obviously it's French. But that's basically his ultimate, ultimate writing As experience. The, yeah. His he finishes. It's got to be an event. Coup de croix has a few different like translations Trans- well i mean definitions
2: and it also but it in this case Ajanté.
1: i feel like shane is wrong he yeah. has a series of books already written but the last one is called in the mouth of madness yeah trent accepts this position he talks Ajanté. to the publisher head played by my man your man charlton heston Oh, he Jesus decides second. to attempt
2: to find him in a city. I was him so out. happy that he wasn't dead. I thought he died. Like <laughs> no,
1: this was also 1994, the year I graduated from high school.
6: Wait, this Charlton Heston was the. Um, uh, yeah, he was the, the publisher. publisher. Yes, oh, he was shit. the old guy. Man,
2: he now, was le- now look, you'll Dang, take these He was so skinny. You'll take these He's always cane books No, of he my definitely cold dead out of
1: Trent accepts his position. Talks to the publisher, the head guy, Charlton Heston. He decides to attempt to find Sutter Kane in a city named Hobbs End. Hobbs End doesn't exist, but Trent finds a secret in the covers of Kane's book that gives him a good idea where it is. Heston sends his best editor, Linda Styles, played by Julie Carmen, along with Trent, on a road trip to this town. Funny thing. Uh-huh. Trent is starting to have hallucinations about this case. Subtle at first getting gradually weirder and weirder, even before they leave for Hobbs Inn. But once it gets to Hobbs Inn, yes. shit gets real. When they find Hobbs Inn, which is in and of itself a strange experience that leaves a viewer wondering if this is actually happening, happening or not. Yeah. Linda and Trent That kid on the bicycle? That's, I was like, yeah. that creeped me out, dude. Well, right? Because no. he was
6: like old, but he talked like a little boy? Yeah. It's,
1: it's supposed to be creepy. And by the way, my microphone has no more like- Strong dick in it. It's like, it's limp dick. It's limp dick in right me right now. Can't, okay, you just jerked it off too fast. Everything
2: you could just tighten the
6: knobs. I'm yeah, Trying just to tighten the nuts a little bit. Maybe you know? you're just, just feeling screw, like twist l- the limp nuts. Dick twist it. the nuts. It'll tighten. right do something. It'll tighten up if you twist. the First
1: it. time I'm limp dicking something and just allow me to do it. Okay. In
4: my life.
1: So they find Hobbs in. The funny thing though is Trent is certainly. Oh shit! I was when they <laughs> find Hobbs in. Which, in and of itself, is this strange experience that leads a viewer wondering if what's happening is real or not. Linda and Trent realize that this is the town exactly how Sutter came to stop it. you for a moment. Hey, okay.
2: What are you feeling about her outfit? Because when she-
1: I'm not going to lie to you. No, anything she ever
2: wears, I don't care. I just want to take it off. No, but I'm saying that fucking outfit. Yeah, your microphone just. No, I'm apart. okay. I'm but okay. I'm here's okay. what I'm saying. Uh, Charlton Heston, uh, Sam Neill, and her in the office, very sexy. Very sexy. Weird kind of outfit that she's wearing, that white outfit the rest of the time. But it was, it was yeah, it right. kind of th- You know, this movie came out the year
1: kind of I graduated from high school. But the thing is, is bitches were hot even then. But
2: I did want to see it a little tighter in the mid <laughs> midsection. I was like, why is it so fluffy like there's air blowing through it? They
1: go to Hobbs End. Right. I'm moving on. They go to Hobbs End. Everything from the inn they stay at to the church that looks out of place in the American Midwest to everything that's happening. To the very innkeeper scary. or whatever. The dogs. It seems very like surreal. It seems very weird. But very strange things happen uh start happening to the townsfolk in that town. They do end up finding Kane. I'm not gonna give too much away, so shut the fuck up, Ricky. Yeah.
2: We're not gonna give We're not gonna give too much away. away.
1: But where has he been, what has he been doing, and what's his next move? Is this real, or is this just fantasy? Clean. Find out by watching in the mouth oh. of madness. I don't know if I should give anything else away because this is a real mind fuck movie. I, and, I mean, really our
6: discussion. I I want to give it away because I want to know certain parts. Like, yeah. I, that well, I no, really we, okay. so are so allowed let's to do. So. So. Let's say uh, if let's you, talk, you don't want to hear, no, yeah, let's you talk stop about. Here. Let's okay. talk about how That's our good.
1: opinions and, let's, and then we'll say a spoiler alert. If, yeah, spoiler yes, right and, now. Yeah. Okay. I I like did that. my microphone actually fall off of my? Yeah. Oh shit. I'm just going to hold getting you literally
2: fucking just held it. Now you're like Chuck Wallery going. On. we'll be back in two and 2 <laughs> we'll be
1: back in two and two what'd you guys think about the movie
2: i thought it was pretty good yeah i love the way john carpenter's films look and i like i've never i i vaguely remember seeing this movie yeah i mean, I, I definitely remember it's an the older name, movie S- Sutter kane i remember that name forever yeah but uh yeah this is my first time seeing it no I shit i same. really
6: enjoyed it same. It uh, it definitely like it, it it's it, like it starts a tiny slow but it just ramps up and up and up, oh, no, and, up and never stops. Can it's I, like can a roller th- coaster ride. Can I throw out <laughs> it's, one it's thing? It's kind of
4: a ramper? Yeah. So That's what okay, I
6: call it. so basically
1: we talked about the director John Carpenter. We talked about the writer, but you know what they base this on? Ideas from H. P. Lovecraft. Going mad. I can see that. A, yeah. Going mad. All this stuff. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Once they get to Hobbs End. It gets
2: weird. Where was the racism? Oh no, H.P. Lovecraft was raging with it.
6: I the reason I would, to like the, no, I would think H.P. Lovecraft is like I would think because of like the tentacles and stuff. You know, there are a lot of those. Yeah, the, yeah, um, yeah. The monsters coming through, the, um, and we're
2: not gonna spoil that, but
6: yeah. Well, no, we already said sure. spoiler alerts. No, no, okay. Spoiler um, story.
2: Right now,
1: Ricky,
6: what's your I, questions? I, I was gonna say though, like uh, it um, definitely reminds me, like straight up, of like Silent Hill, where like you know. Uh, oh yeah, she very goes good. into like the alternate universe. Of course, Um, and they, the fog, absolutely. smoke. All of a sudden, you are going. Wait a minute. Yeah, what things? The hell? All these weird creatures. Now these weird noises. It's like hundred percent that painting. They kept turning. Yeah, like, but the thing is, cool. is and they so, never explained that weird dude that was like handcuffed to her leg. I no, think. that was <laughs> no, no, no. They did explain did they? that.
1: So here is the thing. It turns out, and we're on spoiler alert, but it turns out that what. Uh, Sutter Kane's been writing is actually real life in this town of Hobson, and Happy Gilmore's grandma. Mm-hmm. Yes. he said they walk in and they're. I like, knew I knew her from somewhere. Yeah. Else, like, and they're I like, her? you know what? Uh, she's such a sweet old lady. And then one of them was, if this was the book, she would be butchering her husband. And turns out she is. Mm-hmm. She's butchering her husband. Here's the thing. This is Sam Neil, in my opinion. Sam neill has been an actor forever, yeah, and he, in a lot of horror he's movies, he's great too. That's what I'm saying. I love he Sam He's so good. Here's in the thing: it. he's been in some, and not a lot. I mean, he's uh, like,
6: if you take his whole like, movie. he's never been an A-lister, like you know, he's been like um, a, great, a very close to A-lister, but he's never been like. Take a wild up. guess
2: at what he's worth, because I know what he's worth because I looked it up. I went, 18 million, did. 18 mil. Yep. So here's the thing: two mil. But here's the thing. He's been so, in like Jurassic in, Park was his biggest yeah. thing ever,
1: ever. No, 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 but no, so, no but let me explain movies, something. Though. No, to no you. but his biggest. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, I've seen, I've not, I've probably seen two percent of his movies because he's been in a lot of movies that aren't horror movies. Right. But the thing is, is he was in, uh, oh shit, what was that? The Omen, yeah. The Final Conflict. He was. He's been in. A, a he's lot been of in shit.
2: at least
1: five movies we've done in this podcast. Yes, but the thing is. This, I mean, he was great. He was in. Oh shit, I can't remember. He's the a name. character
6: actor, though. Like he's always the same character.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. you and know what this I mean? is
6: just
2: my. opinion like, He can't but play he can a, a different that.
6: character, but he can. Yeah, he can play
2: that character well. My opinion. Who wants to be that? I'd rather be that than fucking. Hey.
6: Yeah, like Christopher Walken. Here's Brad. Christopher absolutely, Walken doesn't absolutely. play anyone different. It's just maybe different, slightly levels. In my <laughs>
1: opinion, when Sam Neill did his best was in the '90s. He was in Jurassic Park. Can we all agree that he was amazing movie. in that? He was in this in 1994. In 97, yeah. he was at Event, Shit. I'm, I still event Horizon. Shit. I see that in here. Event Horizon. I still love that movie. With no, that, no, I, uh, by the way, when I got off my mission, the first date I went on to a movie was to Event Horizon. Damn. And the girl was like, What'd you bring?" <laughs> she me was to like, Damn. That, that movie will. Why don't like, you eat your no. popcorn, you sick
2: pig? And no, I was keep just your into fingers it. out of my lap.
1: I mean, I'm not trying to say that this is the best Sam Neill, but for right, me, right, right, it right. is the best Sam Neill. For me personally, this I, was this. I love this movie. This was an HP. What Lustre- was that
2: creepy ass movie that he did? Event that we did on the no, we did on the podcast and it possession? was possession. Like, what is that? It I don't know. What are you yeah, talking we about? We did one on the podcast like years ago. I was like, what the fuck? That's Sam Neill. Yeah, he's fucking psychotic. Hmm.
6: Maybe that was possession. possession. So I'm still, though, I didn't quite 100% understand the ending of the movie. So let's hear your uh, question. Well, so I'm trying to ask your guys' opinion. Uh, so he's there in the theater watching himself, right? Yes. Um, is it that the whole thing has been in the book, nothing is real, or is there something more going on?
1: So in my opinion, nothing was real and everything was real, depending on your point of view. Because here's the thing. Sutter Kane. Okay, this is a spoiler. He was trying to bring on the end of the world with the Lovecraftian monster See, stuff See, I like think that. it
2: was all real. And
1: I do... I agree that it was real. Remember the first scene, he went to the madhouse.
2: Yeah. he was telling somebody
1: about this. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is the and world... And he said,
2: you haven't written the end of the book yet. That's what he says. Right. But he
1: did. I mean,
2: maybe eventually he did. And the bottom line so is... So maybe...
1: Sam Neill is Sutter Kane. No, no, no. Sam Neill is not Sutter Kane. Sam Neill is a victim of Sutter Kane. He got entwined in that, and he's too far deep into it to be anyone else. Think hmm. about it.
6: But do you think also it just could all just be part of the book? Like, you know, nothing of it, it was actually It could be, real? but
1: Sutter Kane was like, listen, this is all true life. All my books are true life. And you're about to see the damnation of the when earth.
2: When that guy walks into the room, when he's in the nut house, and the first thing, the thing that he goes, the thing that he says is, "You haven't written the end of the book yet," but he does.
3: So Eventually Sam Neill
2: It was uh, he gave Sam Neill the... is the author. Yeah, well No, 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 no. no.
6: I don't think mate. so. Uh, and I he guess laughed he, I never thought out. about it that <laughs> way, but <laughs> I did. I never thought about it that way, but I I guess I could see that. I
1: mean, I I mean I'm not saying I can't see it, but I disagree. Sutter I, Kane. Yeah, Sutter Kane was the author. Right. He was he Sam Neill was Sutter Kane.
2: I mean, no, nah, I disagree. Sam Neill was Setter King.
1: I mean, you can say that. Say that seven times. No, no, What's you know, his name? You know, now no, no,
2: what, what did you say? Sam Neill was Setter King. What's the lead singer
1: from To Sister? D
2: Schneider. D Schneider's Roy Schneider is Ron Schneider.
1: Roy Schneider. No, I feel D. like you're Schneider's doing that Roy again. Schneider. I feel
2: like you're doing no. that again. But in this movie. It's what he said. You, <laughs> the first thing, when that guy walks in the room, he goes, you haven't written the ending yet. No
6: right, but it was not that in that strict context of like I'm talking about. This was kind of a book, mind though. He was F-U-C-K like, talking movie. about him writing on coming the coming to get you out. He was talking about the yes, he did say that as well. Also, he also said he was uh, independent contractor, right? So like nobody knew he who was he an really insurance was. guy. Right, but he was independent. contractor. That doesn't matter. Yeah, well, so if mean, the if, the, if the first line was, is from that guy that D was D a Smathers in, in,
2: in Lord of the Rings. Going here's a You haven't written the end yet. That's a that's what he says. This
1: movie,
4: movie, in my opinion, and then shit
1: goes crazy. Is an underregarded John Carpenter movie. So the storyline, excellent look and feel for this movie. Lots of dreamy
2: scenes. You don't know what's going on. Kind of you never know. I hope to God Tony Z is 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 Tony Zoni is listening. Dreamlike and surreal at times. Give the us Monsters a were amazing. Input. The effects
1: ruled. There was a ton of yeah, scenes was that stand of good, out. Uh, good effects. The ending was amazing. When Sam Neil was going crazy. By the way, Sam Neil is an A plus plus lover of mine.
2: Yeah,
1: I love him. He's your lover, Jesus. I mean, Christ. I'm just saying that. As kind a of plus A plus
2: plus is like on the top page. A of plus your plus. Lovers. I
1: mean, I I'm not. I mean, I would rather a vagina. When than you're Sam in Vegas. Hey, like if, you, just,
2: if you had like to like choose between s- certain Sam people, Neal. he would be in
6: the top list. But
1: here's the thing. I said this before. Sam Neill in this in, in that era was yes. my favorite Sam Neill. I like Possession. I really did like Possession, which is in the 80s. But this is my favorite Sam Neill. Informally, this film is the third installment of Apocalypse Trilogy by John Carpenter, preceded by The Thing, Prince of Darkness, and then
2: this. Prince of Darkness.
1: That's a yeah. that's a Megadeth song. Very Lovecraftian. That's
2: an Alice Cooper song,
5: sir.
1: Oh, no. That's an Alice Cooper movie. Yeah. Alice Cooper's in it. Prince of Prince Darkness. Prince of Darkness is actually a song by Megadeth. Lovecraftian imagery and monster designs. Well, Someone's losing Darkness their mind. Prince
2: of Darkness is also on uh, uh, the album. Uh,
1: I'm not trying to say you're wrong, man. I'm just trying to do my thing.
2: All right. Sorry.
1: Oh, don't be sorry. Kind of a mind fuzz movie. Julian Proc now is a weird one for me. Sutter Kane. He was I just I like him. He doesn't show up very much. He but I feel like after this movie, the best movie he was in was called The Keep Tangerine Dream soundtrack. Yes. I What's the last that. movie that we talked about with Tangerine Dream soundtrack? Tangerine Dream.
2: Tangerine Dream. And no, they a don't sing that. They don't
1: Near Dark had a Tangerine Dream soundtrack. Right, so it's amazing. I'm just saying, he's he's Jurgen Prock now. Is maybe we get him a little bit, but he's in a ton of German films. I love this movie. I give this movie a high buy. I give this a buy
6: for sure. Um, I don't know about a buy, but I would definitely say you need to watch it. Okay, need to watch. Well, need to watch is that a buy? So a high rent? I don't know. That's good. No,
1: that. I'm not trying to discount your opinion. High rent, like great. the PJs. I'm just saying, high you know, I, I wouldn't,
6: I wouldn't spend money to buy it PJs. and keep it in my place. But it's definitely one you need to see.
1: I own this Blu-ray. Yeah, I mean, you see, is you there see extra stuff on there? I have not looked at the
2: extra stuff. But yet. you can't really just, I mean, you own a lot of movies, so it's like to say hey, buy, you know, it's like you own a lot. You own a lot of movies on VHS, yeah. DVD, whatever. Blu-ray so it's
1: like, and. Um, and sorry, straight up,
2: straight up Blu-rays. VHS. And straight no, up
1: straight up like electronic eight versions. 8
2: gigabiters. What or you You,
1: you say, it get, I'm talking 56 gigabytes, man. S-
2: sorry. Yeah. So I would say. For your one Blu-ray? It's a buy. Oh. Yeah, that one, all that down there is for fucking this movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, I
1: love this movie. I love, you know how much I love John Carp. I love He's Johnny Carp, it, it, it,
6: it's It's, it's, uh, it's. The pace picks up real quick, and it's interesting and it's fun. Um, I felt though the ending left me wanting more. Wow,
1: that's what Lovecrafty endings do, though. Yeah.
6: It want. I was like, I want. No, I don't like this. You know, it's like uh, I don't know. I mean, I didn't dislike the ending, but I won. I, guess I didn't I, I feel wanted like more he... structure of like tell me what was going on. This, all right, okay. When did this but movie come out? Nineteen. He left, 19... It, he left it open. Ricky, let me what?
1: ask you something. Do you know? Do you know much about H.P. Lovecraft? Uh, somewhat. The thing is about all his movies. I feel like this is the most, the most H.P. Lovecraft movie ever, because we. I mean, we had his like. Botanical stuff like that, but I feel like even more than that, it was somebody going mad, not knowing what's real, yeah. not knowing what's a not. A madness. And the thing is, is this ending was perfect for Like me. a
2: great band from the
1: 80s called Madness. Oh, let me sing a song. Hold on, hold on. Our, our house, boom,
2: boom. In the middle of a
1: street, our house, in the middle of a street. One of it, their more
2: commercial hits, but great They're only song that I know from them, by ska, the way. Ska-style uh, punk rock. Great I don't band. like them. Check them out. I love I love H.P. Lovecraft
1: more than I love them, but here's the thing. I love this movie. I give it a high buy, and whatever. This is a great movie. You guys, stay it one more time for the people.
2: Yeah, I give it a buy.
6: Great
2: high movie. rent.
1: So, let's just get done with this.
2: Let's go over the question of the episode for next time. Call in! Call Call in! For God's sakes, are you guys guys more human than human? I feel like that's a thing. What would Rob Zombie say if you don't fucking call in? Here's the question. If you were to have a bunch of friends over for
1: a summer horror night out on the back patio, and they were not necessarily horror fans, but you wanted to play some horror movies... What would the night's double feature be? Get a hold of us. Ooh, phone, that's a good phone. question. 385 351 9273. 385 351 9273.
2: Call in for Christ's sake. That's a that in. Really good question. Uh, Are you guys like too fuck into the internet where you're just like, man, I just don't fucking call people and talk call to them
1: people? Call people.
2: Call, leave I'm it saying,
1: call us. Maybe I need to change my uh, message, by the way. But just do it. If it says, "Hey, this is Mike," that's professional. I'd appreciate shit. that. Uh, I Mike will. I, I gotta figure it out. I gotta. I gotta switch the bong phone from my actual like, like uh, voicemail. Are you
6: sabotaging our shit? No, I just I'm, not
1: tra- I'm not trying. I'm not trying. Are you
6: trying to beastie boys us up in here? You're
2: trying to fucking. No,
1: I'm not trying to beastie boys. This is all you
6: it's a sabotage.
1: Here we go. But that's it. Call in 353509273. But for the Corpse Cast, I got nothing else. So, hey, take it easy. <laughs>